Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, this is Deborah Messing. And I'm Andana Dayani. We decided to create a podcast to introduce you to the people who inspire us most. These are the dissenters. The people who just made a decision one day to break down the establishment and build a new one. In the greatest times of grief or even the most ordinary of circumstances, many heroes will rise. You just have to take that first step. So please tune in. We can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts. There are heroes everywhere. Discover them. Become one. podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, and joining me right now, I can't believe it took us this long to do this officially, Brian Kelly, aka The Points Guy. Hey, boy, hey, welcome to the podcast. Hey, girl, hey. Yeah, I feel like this is so long overdue. I, I, I think agree. you've podcasted in my house, but not with me. <laughs> no, no, no. Didn't you, did, did you, I think you and Claudia podcasted or something. Maybe not your podcast, but oh, I'm, that's I'm fair. just happy it's happening now. That's fair. That's fair. Well, I'm like, I don't know. I'm psychotic. <laughs> also, I'm always psycho in person, but I'm extra psycho on the, uh, on the podcast, if you can believe it. So, you know, I like to keep my new friends safe from my crazy ass <laughs> world. So now I'm officially not a new friend. I have just graduated in the world of Taylor Strecker. You got it. I, I know I've got my claws in you. I think I knew it when you, I was just celebrating uh, pride. I was at Andy Cohen's <laughs> pride party. No big deal. And uh, I was with fat Carrie Bradshaw and you commented on his post that uh, I was basically holding all the eggs for your baby. And I was like, I've got him. I've got his did eggs. You, He's mine. Did, did he tell you how we met? I was doing a podcast, like an, an Instagram live for Betches. And like, it didn't work with the person who was supposed to interview me. So fat Carrie Bradshaw on the fly had yep. to interview me. And he's like, I have no idea what points are. And we had this like 45 minute total vibe session. How fun is he? He is so great. He... We have to do like a situation where we're all hanging out at the same time. I'm just going to say it like 100%. that. Yes, queen! <laughs> Um, also, speaking of fat Carrie Bradshaw, because um, she does fabulous drag, Tay and I just started watching RuPaul's Drag Race. 
I know, don't judge us that we never have watched before, but Brian, you popped my drag race cherry. <laughs> Literally. Isn't it sickening? Like sickening. It's just, I'm it's, when you think about like just being able to take like an antidepressant as a TV show, that's what drag race is for me. Like right? I can go back in general. I don't like rewatching old TV shows. Um, even though I don't remember anything from shows that I watch, but like RuPaul's Drag Race, like if you don't smile and snicker and guffaw, like during an episode right? of Drag Race, like there's something wrong with you. Yeah, so you don't have a soul. I'm so glad that you've seen the light. Are you watching All Stars? So we just dove in one day. We're like, we need a new show. What are we watching? Tay was like, Drag Race. So we started like two weeks ago and we started on All Stars by mistake, but we're like, no, no, no. I got to know the players. I need to know the history. So we went back to season one and the filth, the video quality was so bad, so, so god bad. awful. There's so... Vaseline on the lens for Mama Ru. Like, I... I love that each season is just so special in its own right. And like, yes, I do love something about the like uh, the rawness of like the earlier seasons because now these queens are like coming in. Oh. you know they're successful. They're yep. spending tons of money. You know they've got stylists. In the early days, like, it was all sewing challenges. They had to cobble together a frack and, you know, make it work. So I like both. But I'm glad you're starting with the normal seasons because All-Stars, I mean, this season of All-Stars, I'm not too very much into, FYI. Really? I think it's a weird cast. And they over-engineer All-Stars, where, like, this season it's a game within a game, and it's like it just gets too complicated. Yes. So I like how you start with normal seasons, get to know the Queens because it gives so much context totally. for all when you know who they are. So you're we doing it totally right, sweetie. Thank you. Well, we did cut though. We started season six because we Googled when can we start? Yeah, six is good. I think is that Bianca? And Adore. Done. I mean, that's one of the most iconic <laughs> seasons ever. So we fell in love. Season seven's okay. Everyone says eight's like, what's up? So we are, uh, we're living our I, best life and I finally understand everything that you and Claudia and Margo have been saying around Tay and me I was like what's sickening why are we gagged <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and also you're on the US I'm going to tell you the joy of drag is the UK the no. UK drag race is the past season was unreal Canada's pretty good uh, Pasta Fazula and I just finished Australia as well really? I can't get into the subtitle drag race mm -mm. you know the Spains and Thailands of the world but uh, I mean it's just non-stop joys I'm so thankful that you've you're like deep in it. It really is thanks to you. I mean, so just a little history. So Brian and I became fast friends. We've known each other, what, all of four months? But like feels like four years. It's you, right? you just always, you've been in my, you know, T Claudia has always said, Taylor, you and Taylor, she's a girly girl. When Claudia actually calls you a girly girl, like, that's just like, I got it. Like, it's going to be seamless. It's just like, mean? you know, you can sit around with a glass of rosé or glass of tequila or like like we've done before you can hop in a sprinter on a wednesday night and go to a casino yes and even though you're not a gambler you tore the house down you know <laughs> that's a girly girl and I you like officially that. are a girly girl oh honey if that's the definition i am the girliest of the girls i always know how to fucking party i don't care if it's a wednesday at the of COVID. We were good. It was like right as the world was opening, but damn, we all... I do my best, I do my best work during the week. Like on weekends, like that's for the beginners. Like if you can go out on a weeknight 
Oh, honey, Paris Hilton said so many years ago, and it stuck with me because I was so furious because at the time I was working in radio, daily grind, waking up early, Monday through Friday, you're chained to a studio in New York City. So like I was a New Yorker being fabulous, but like I lived for the weekends. And Paris Hilton said that weekends in New York City were for bridge and tunnel. And I was so (laughs) insulted. I was furious. But bitch was right. Because now weekends are for recovering from the week, work and party. I mean, I feel like we're lucky that sometimes our careers are like partying and networking is our careers. Absolutely. Like like during the week at zero bond or like, and you know, even when you go out just for fun now, it's like, we've got to see and be seen. You got to stay relevant, you know, especially in this media, media world that, you know all too well, you know? Yeah, so Claudia finally introduced the two of us. And uh, I remember, though, Brian, I don't think I've told you this. I was like, Tay, fucking game face. It's a Wednesday. <laughs> we haven't really socialized with anybody outside of our bubble yet, but we're going to do this. The world is opening, and this is what our world's going to do. This is our future. And so I don't know why I gave her the pep talk. She's the girliest girl. She'll stay. I mean, you guys stayed up till hey. what time? Oh my God. Yeah. We, well, the blackjack table was hot. Actually, the blackjack table was awful, but we just kept, we're like, Tay and I are like moths to a flame. Like we just totally. couldn't help ourselves, you totally. know, like kind of that alpha energy. Um, but I, I can't believe it. The first time we hung out, I remember you and Tay in your Jeep Wrangler screeching around my, my driveway. I was in the uh, kitchen of my house with Claudia. I was like, I wasn't nervous. I was like, what do I expect? She's like, Girly girls. Like, that's a long Claudia gives it. Girly girls. And you guys came in hot. We, I think we immediately took a shot. Immediately. Just like instant BFF. Oh, I love you so much. You're so special to me. Like, I'm so serious. It is interesting in life. The older you get, I feel like you just know it. You know it in love. You know it in friendship. You know it in career. You're just a little bit wiser. You know yourself better. And I, you know, I mean, having friends forever is a great thing too. But like, I'm, I just, I mean, you are my peoples. I adore you to bits and pieces. I know. I always say like, I'm not opening applications for new friends right now, but like, I just say that, but it's not true. Cause like. Clearly, I have so much space for you. I know, but we came in with a stamp of approval from your bestie. Yeah, so so that's, that's extenuating circumstances. Yeah. No, no, no. Claudia hates, Claudia hates most people. So when she's like, oh, no. <laughs> these girls, they're it. Yeah. Uh, so we became fast friends. And then let's talk about the first drag race I have ever attended. It was in, it was in New Hope. That was the first drag show you had ever attended. Can you believe? Because I mean, I'm oh, a girly girl. I remember girl. that now. I'm fine. I remember you looking at me because so for for those listening, we were at Martine's Riverhouse in New Hope, Pennsylvania. Once a month on Sunday, like a random Sunday of the month, they have drag brunch. And it is the perfect blend of like old school drag queens and frocks and like kitten heels. And then some like, there'll always be a couple new queens who, you know, are the Lady Gaga back flipping, splitting. I think I've been four or five times. I think the time we went, it was Vicky Vibrato, the the Lady Lady Gaga. I love a drag queen. Tina Burner is one of my favorite drag queens of all time, who we also just recently saw at the Real Housewives of New Jersey, Margaret Joseph's party. Yes! So Tina Burner and I go way back, and I'll just leave it at that. And so anyway, I love a monologue. So when drag queens can do them, like the night, the lights went down in Georgia, like from designing women, like, so drag queens will do these long drawn out monologues and then like dance and it just goes into music. And that's what we experienced that day. And I remember you just turning around and you're like, 
is this real? You know, like you're like a kid in a candy shop. Like, can we do this tomorrow? <laughs> I never like I. OK, I'm not saying that drag is like stripping. Just go with me with this analogy. But like when people want to go to like strip clubs at night or whatever, and I'm like, I'm the queen. Like I'll run around and be like, everybody leave the strip club. What are we doing here? Sinners, all of you. I turn into like your 95 year old Christian grandmother. But I was like, I just don't get it. Like I don't get what, like what, what people are drawn to. And then when I went to my first drag show, I was like, oh, I get it. It's like, it's titillating. It's exciting. It's funny. It's entertaining. It's everything. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to start like still, still strip clubs aren't my vibe, but like, yeah. I understand loving the art form. Do you know what I'm saying? I, mean, it's, it, I could see the parallel being like escapism. Like when you go to a drag show, you can like leave your body. And what I love is just looking around a room. And I remember the day we went people of all walks oh. of life, straight women, you know, there were people with disabilities there, yeah. just the biggest smiles on their faces. And you know, the laughter and it's like, if there's anything we need in this world, it's laughter and it's yeah. bringing people together of all different creeds. And that's why I think drag queens are just amazing. And I love that RuPaul's Drag Race has given drag queens the throne that they deserve. Like drag queens are amazing. And I just, I love that so many hundreds of drag queens now from RuPaul, RuPaul's Drag Race are now making major bank. And yes. And you go to a RuPaul's DragCon, and it's not all gay men. It's actually more women I believe like it. drag than men. Um, and it's so young, and it's just I, just, I just love everything about it. So when, after we went with you, we were then out in Los Angeles visiting friends, and so they took us to uh, the Abbey for a drag brunch on Sunday, and honey, she found her religion, okay? I was like, <laughs> like, I like... Oh, wait, tell me, how did you think of the, the LA drag queens versus my New Hope queens? Well... the level. It was different. I was like, oh shit, elevated. But yeah. I mean, but it was, but, but, but New Hope will always be my first, and therefore forever in my heart. You the know? difference is that the LA Queens are women. You know, like Holy. you are the New Hope Queens. Look, they they there were some busted bustiers, there were some rip stockings. Uh, there were some meaty tucks, as we call it in the business. Yes, there the were some LA musical queens. delays, for sure. Oh, my God. When uh, <laughs> when the drag queen came out to Janet Jackson together again to commemorate all those lost during COVID, which generally drag shows are not supposed to be buzzkills. Yeah. Uh, and then she came out without a mask and had to redo it. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you were there for that one, but oh, I was. The guy with oh, the, I was there, for, there that for that one, one. and that's and then the double Dutch bus. Yeah, I was there for that the, one. Du- okay, when the DJ started playing, for anyone listening, if you want to hear the most turnt, turnt, turnt song in the history of man, the double Dutch bus. There's also apparently a Raven Simone mega mix. You John Cazula likes to play it randomly. But the double Dutch bus was cranking at drag brunch during intermission. It really is just, it's, it was a lunch to never forget. It was so magical. But the LA Queens were just sickening. Brian, there was a Gaga queen. I swear to you, I thought it was like Gaga. It was beyond, I mean, perfection to achieve the moves, the face, the bod, the everything. It was, um, I I gagged. (laughs) You said it correctly. You did good. (laughs) 
You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> Thanks, honey. Okay, so aside of our, aside from our shared love of drag, Brian, I need your help. So if you guys don't know, <laughs> listen up. Brian Kelly is the original, the one and only points guy. Um, I am so fascinated by everything that you've built like i feel like you're gonna have to come back on a separate time so that we can do like a deep dive into like how you've built what you have built you are iconic i bow down for real i also like chris burns making me blush oh honey please you love it i also (laughs) like chris burns do not understand points (laughs) Mm -hmm. i also barely understand money i would like to get better at those two things yeah i mean if you're you know I hate to stereotype, but if you're going to be a good lesbian, you've got to get your money down. I, thought, I sound like I, I sometimes joke I'm the Susie Orman of points. Yes, honey, you're going to Tahiti. Like, yes, points are money, plain and simple. You yep. know, they're super easy to get. If you're listening, you know, a lot of people like frequent flyer miles. I have to fly, and there couldn't be anything further from the truth. Like credit cards these days are bonanza. You can get a hundred thousand totally. points today just from getting a card. So the key to the game is to just like a maintain your credit. Like think of your credit score as an asset okay. um, and understand. I think a lot of us millennials, like we weren't taught personal finance growing up. My parents taught me the value of working, but like, you know, I was, you know, they would teach me how to balance a checkbook. I mean, that's how, that's how old I am. Did you ever have a checkbook? Honey, I love a checkbook. I love long division. I'm fucking amazing at it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you still have a checkbook? I do. I do. Can you believe, wait, do you not? I had to write a check in my town. I'm getting a pool at my house and the township only accepts checks. I had to like find my checkbook. The address on it was a place I lived 10 years ago. That's how rarely I use checks. And I was like so rusty at it, but (laughs) I bet a lot of, a lot of young kids these days don't even know what checks are. I bet. I know. Right. And it's like, like dial up and checkbooks. You don't, aren't they even living if they don't understand that? Oh, that beautiful sound of AOL or prodigy screeching as you (laughs) finally logged on. So I definitely, yeah, I want to do like a deep, deep, deep dive. Like I always feel like my ex-husband used to accuse me of like stop counting people's money, but I had to, Brian, I had to, because I had to understand how do people get the things that I want in life? Chanel bags, Mm -hmm. private jets, houses, pools, all the things. And now I feel like it's, yes, I still want to learn to count people's money and count my own, but also I don't even know where to begin with points. Like, I don't like, I don't even know how many points it takes to get a flight from me from new jersey yes i live in new jersey don't judge me home to boston um like no concept whatsoever i opened a gold american express card that's a good card thank you thank you a couple years ago dining groceries i use it for my business card to like know what's business and what's yeah yeah so you're not even putting your dining on it (laughs) i actually am i do a lot of uh I think right offable dinners. We talk business, oh, baby, right? So I do that. I'm pretty good about, about the, the gold card. But like when I signed up, I had like 60,000 points. I was like, I'm a millionaire. And then I was like, wait, yeah. I can't even get a ticket on the Amtrak to like the town next door. So I just really don't even know how, like, wh- how about this? Give me a number of points that you're like, you're in the money, honey. Well, look, 60,000 points is at a very minimum $600 in flights when you book through Amex. Oh, shit. What I teach pe- yeah, it's not bad. But that's the baseline. What I teach people is you can transfer those points to airlines. And I'm going to give you an example. It's, well, actually, yeah, it was 70,000 points. And I booked a one-way business class ticket from JFK 
to Munich. I'm taking my mom to uh, Germany in August. So Aeroplan is a one-to-one transfer partner of Amex. So if you transfer those Amex, let's just say you had 70,000, okay. that would be $700. You could book a coach ticket, but the TPG way of thinking is yes. let's maximize the value. Yes. So I would take 70,000. I would transfer to Aeroplan. And on aeroplan.com, I actually booked nine people. Uh, there's in my family, we're all going to Germany, 70,000 miles per ticket one way, but it's like a $4,000 ticket. Right. So let's just do the simple math, you know, 70,000 points. Uh, let's just, let's call it like it's a $2,100 ticket because it's 4,200 round trip for business class. Okay. But I'm getting three cents per point in value um, versus one cent when I redeem through Amex. Right. So the, the base lesson I'm teaching you is when you transfer your Amex, your Chase, your City, your Capital One points, you can get much more than what they give you for redeeming to buy tickets. Oh my so this God. Is like the, yeah. So it's transferring your points is just, and, and if you're listening and this sounds complicated, literally if there's any topic in travel, like Google, the best way to use Amex points and the points guy, our content, I've got a team of a hundred people working at the points guy. Now we have the biggest, best minds in the, the points world. We've written a blog post about it. Right. Today, let's talk about your honeymoon. Like how to use Amex points to go to the Maldives. Yes. Literally, I was just reading the post. We have it's from June of last year. We'll teach you how to transfer those points to Emirates to book that amazing A380 to get it for a fraction of the cost. So the points game is like, it takes a little bit of like understanding how the system is set up. But I'm telling you, and the reason why we have, you know, 12 million visitors a month to our website Damn. and growing is because there's huge value to be had and you don't need to be rich to kind of travel like a millionaire. I got to say, I'm going to give my ex hubby, my husband, a little like uh, shine here, but he was great with points. I bet it actually just occurred to me. I bet he worships you. Ha ha. You're my friend. Um, <laughs> but he really, I mean, and he learned from one of his uncles who like all the other family members would make fun of like this guy with fucking points. Meanwhile, he was such a genius with it. So genius. it really is. I mean, being smart in the stock market, being smart with points sounds the same to me. It is a currency and it's the same as like investing where people will say, well, I, you know, a lot of people will say, well, you know, I fly Delta, so I have tons of Delta miles, but I have nothing else. My point is like, you don't know, you don't want to just put all your eggs in one no. basket because like different airlines are good for different things. Uh, you can't use airline miles for hotels generally at a good value. So, you know, if you want gift cards or cash back, that's fine. Get a cash back card. So it's really just about aligning what you want with, with the rewards that you have. But, um, but really, you can go anywhere in the world. I, you know, I, I started when I was in 1996. My dad was a consultant. I figured out I, would, I was on Prodigy or AOL at the time, and I figured out, uh, you know, how to use frequent flyer miles to take a family trip. And that's like what sparked it. I never imagined 20 years later that I would be leading a business on loyalty, but you know, it's huge business. Everyone has huge. points and no one knows how to use them. So it's, it's good job security for me. <laughs> so he'll teach you just actually, enough. Did you hear Kathy? Wait, did you hear the Kathy Hilton interview that was going around the internet oh where she was God, talking about Paris flying coach? Yes. Yes. Well, honey, if you want to upgrade, you some miles. I'm like, <laughs> I think we just need to take a moment of silence for Kathy Hilton right now. I, agree. I mean, what? What a Just queen. <laughs> a true queen. Could be a drag queen. She has similar energy. Totally. You know, like totally. Okay, so help me plan my and Tay's honeymoon. First things first. So we are disturbingly close to the wedding, but we're 
also doing this unconventionally. We're having a very small wedding because I'm a cheap lesbian. Also, <laughs> <laughs> but the intention is, and also my parents' house is so special. It's really kind of just like our families coming together, celebrating our love union, if you will. But we're getting married, married, married. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to throw a huge reception like next year. So because we're kind of on um, in a regular schedule, we're also open to not taking a honeymoon right after the wedding. We're not having a basic yep. wedding, so we're not going to have a basic honeymoon. So Tay yep. and I, we're working like crazy How, right wait, now. Let me just stop you right there. What I interpreted that as was you're saving on money in 2021, which means you need to splurge and do something cool. Ding, 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 ding. We also... And I agree, it doesn't have to be right after your wedding, but you guys, you know, you deserve... This is what I like to put in your mind. You deserve it. You deserve I a do. fabulous honeymoon. Both of you do. You're both, like, the sweetest. You deserve oh. each other. Like, your union warms my soul. Thank you. And I think you should celebrate that. Okay, fine. Fuck it. We'll go on a honeymoon in 2021. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Armchair Expert. Listen up. If you love celebrating the messiness of being a human and oh, how messy it is, then you're going to love Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. On Mondays and Thursdays, hosts Dax and Monica engage in deeply inspiring, authentic conversations with different accomplished guests. They've got great guests. You'll hear from Hollywood stars, musicians, pro athletes, award-winning scientists. I mean, authors, it just goes on and on. And it couldn't be easier to start listening. Simply download the Spotify app, sign Sign up for free and search for Armchair Expert. Listen to Armchair Expert for free now only on Spotify. And now back to the podcast. So when should we go and where should we go? So here's the thing. You know, I'm actually next week, you know, it's July. Uh, I'm, Europe's open. I'll tell you what, the international travel, 2021 is a year to go to Europe. It is incredible. You know, it's you know, people are out of their homes on the streets and cafes, but it's not jam packed with tourists. Everyone I've talked to, you know, people are at the Louvre seeing the Mona Lisa and there's like 30 people around Uh, Mona Lisa when there's normally like a three hour line jam packed. So I personally think, you know, in September is a, my favorite month in general in New York and like in fall, October, that time to, I mean, Italy Uh tack on some Paris, and, and the thing is, it's super cheap now, too. I mean, tickets are so cheap. Most people are not booking Europe. So whenever you go against the grain, that's when you're going to get the best deals. Like, okay. if you want to go to Key West or Hawaii, you're going to pay through the nose, and it's going to be jam-packed. Um, so my, if you were going to go somewhere in 2021, I would definitely say either Europe or, you know, maybe you need to build up your points balance first. Maldives is also incredible. I've been there six times the new Ritz Carlton just opened up. There's so many amazing resorts that you can use points at too. Really? And the Maldives are just magical. Actually, maybe I'm just like, I launched into it. Let me stop here. What do you want? Do you want the romantical <laughs> walking down Parisian streets or do you want beach deserted Island? You and your wife just relaxing or a blend. Huh? So here's the thing. My, my old travel self is always like beach, sun, tan, eat, drink, nap, the whole shebang. But Tay is, she has verbalized this more often than I can count. Like she's dying to go to Paris, period, in the story. Mm. And your girl also doesn't love wearing bathing suits these days. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And Even I though love you're to on your eat. hunger strike, which is why you won't come to my house. Which I, I am, I can't. My house is problematic for my own waistline. <laughs> 
I'm so active and I'm like, why do I have? You're so tall that you I can, can afford it, out it honey. <laughs> I am like itty bitty. I just become a little butterball. So I, I know, I know. I, Tay and I were supposed to go um, hang for 4th of July. And I said to Brian, I have to starve myself yeah. on the 4th of July. Um, but so I actually feel like France would be fucking fabulous because... It's romantic. Tay's been dying to go. It's been forever since I was there. The last time I was there, my husband was proposing to me. So that feels oh. a little weird. But then again, no, I'm wearing the engagement ring he gave me. So who the fuck am I kidding? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Paris, so I think this is it. I think you go this fall and you do the most romantic fall. So actually, there's a new airline. So even if you don't have points, and for anyone listening, because I know this is about us, but I do yes. want to give other people tips. So there's a new low-cost carrier called... French B and it's like $200, 250 round trip to go to Paris. I mean, it's crazy. It's like a low cost carrier, but you know, the, here's the thing going to Europe, it's like a six hour flight. You know, anyone can yeah. just sit there, you know, I mean, right. not me cause I'm six, seven, but you know, but you know, you can hustle. Like if you want to go to Europe on a budget, like there's never been a better time to do it. Airfares okay. are so low. Uh, if you want to splurge, there's a company called La Compagnie. They do, it's like 1500 to 2000 round trip for business class. Okay. There's also all sorts of other deals. Tap Portugal is the best way to fly to Europe. It's like 1500 round trip, 2000. Uh-huh. And you can stop in Lisbon, which have you ever been to Portugal? Never. Oh my God. Portugal. I mean, Porto in the North, the Douro Valley. Um, I'm actually becoming a Portuguese citizen. I invested what? in a, I invested, yeah, it's called a golden visa program. And I invested like 300,000 in a, in a hotel project. And that qualified me to become a resident because of foreign investment. So it's taken about a year. I have a blog post called like my pathway to EU citizenship through golden visa for anyone who's interested. Um, but it's amazing. Yeah. You can invest money. And then in five years, um, the company buys back your share of the hotel and then you get full citizenship. So, you know, you basically get your money back and you then once you're an EU citizen, you get free healthcare for life. Portugal is the third safest country in the world. No. Yeah, there's like no gun violence. You know, you look at what happened in the U.S. over 4th of July, what, 250 mass shootings. As I'm thinking about bringing kids into the world and like, I love America, don't get me wrong. But, um, you know, I don't know. Everyone needs a little change sometimes. I don't know if I would live in, in Portugal, but you only need to stay there for a week, a year. And then after five years, you can get full citizenship. I just think like it's good to have options. Zaddy, if you move to Portugal, will you please take us with you? One million percent. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm giving you my eggs for crying out loud. Those are my babies, I too. Need, <laughs> I just need to figure out if there are casinos there. If there aren't, then we might have an issue. <laughs> but, um, but back to you, I think yes. you could just do an unbelievable fall romantic and I just recommend you can stop in Portugal, stop in Lisbon for three nights. The food scene is unbelievable. You'll be eating again because it'll be post-wedding. I will be eating again. I will. And Portuguese food is so good. And then just pop over to Paris. You can even take the TGV down to the south of France. Just well, for that's little... what I'm dying to do because I, oh, Sancerre wine, it's the only wine that I'll put on these lips. You're so bougie. I'm so <laughs> bougie. So I feel like what better place to I go? Like I, mean... ice, I like ice cubes in my songs. 
sale. Oh, honey, me too. I'm not that bougie. <laughs> I'm like white trash bougie. Um, but like Napa's gorgeous and I've been there before, but I really feel like my favorite wines are from France. So why wouldn't I be going to Provence for the rosé yeah. and, 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 and Burgundy? Yes. Burgundy and Bordeaux. Bordeaux, oh. I haven't been personally, but my wine-loving rich friends are like, you've got to go to Bordeaux. So you yeah. can go from Paris, go south to Bordeaux, and then end in the south of France, the Riviera, Antibes, and oh my God, just going up the coast to uh, all the way up to Monaco and Ez and all of these unbelievable Okay. Tay said she wanted to go to Monaco too because she's actually been there because she did. She used to go over to Cannes for Cannes Lion yeah. for work. Yeah. And so I've been to Cannes with her, but we both worked and it was like crazy. But she Cannes got to go to Monaco. Like, eh. Yeah, if it you're Cannes not there for the eh. festival, but that's why Cannes, instead of Cannes, go to like Antibes and then the little town of Ez, the mountaintop, uh-huh. gorgeous medieval, you know, right before you get to Monaco. Uh, I think you can just... Have the, how much time would you take off? Well, that's my other question. We are. We could work from. We could work from there from as long there. as the Wi-Fi is strong, honey. We can work from anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I would think. I, I definitely would say like at least a week. I would love oh, yeah. like ten days just because of travel. Also, speaking though of travel, if we're going to Europe and it's our honeymoon, Mama wants kind of first class is that yeah, ridiculous it. it's not ridiculous and you know nowadays zola has registries where people can add to your uh, travel account you know your friend is the point sky and even though i won't be attending the wedding which i understand is a limited <laughs> crowd and i don't take personally whatsoever i'm like claudia who's like gonna hold that grudge for the day oh, she dies the day she dies okay wait can we just say it real quick i it like is a my, it breaks my soul that you guys aren't going to be there because I, I think sometimes when you're planning a wedding, you need to also plan for your future. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's not just who's been in your life, it's who's going to be in your in your present and future. And that's the two of you. I'm obsessed with you guys. If we invite you guys, I will lose so many friends. There are no words. People will never forgive me for not inviting them. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, what if, I mean, okay, what I'm hearing you say is that if we come in on a helicopter That's and what just I'm drop in, then you got That's what notice. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine you're about to say I do and you're <laughs> and it's I Claudia and I <laughs> hanging off of a helicopter. We're here. Like uninvited, we crash your wedding. No, but like do it <laughs> you know does do points work on helicopters uh, actually yeah i use my capital <laughs> one point i blade i blade to the hamptons and the you know to jfk and it's you can use so that's why different types of points can pay for different types of things with capital one you can put a travel charge like 200 bucks blade bounce to the airport and then you can wipe it off with points damn wait so what are like because i know we are we are self-indulgent here but we are also hooking you guys up with tons of information so what's like a really or maybe a handful of really great cards that it's like if you are looking to start preparing for something be like a honeymoon what card should we be getting well number one i mean the best intro card right now is chase sapphire preferred they just for the first time in the history there's now a hundred thousand point sign up bonus um like that alone can get you like one person round trip business class to europe um and you have to spend four thousand within three three months which if you're especially if you're planning a wedding put all those expenses on your credit card 
I've helped so many brides and grooms, like just by putting, you know, if you're getting married or, you know, you're getting catering, you yes. know, the Sapphire is double on dining. But <gasps> you should, if you're doing a restaurant or anything, rehearsal dinner, put that on your Amex Gold, which is 4X on dining. Okay. So I would say the Amex Gold 4X on dining and groceries is, I mean, I'm sure for a lot of your listeners, they spend a lot in those categories. Yes. The Sapphire Preferred is 2X. There's some changes coming we hear rumbles of, so I, I can't announce them yet, but at least 2X on dining and travel. And the cool thing about Sapphire Preferred and Reserve, that's like the, um, is that the travel category includes like Uber, tolls, subways, like Stop. it's a really big category, um, not just airlines and hotels, but travel agents as well. So Sapphire Preferred and the Amex Gold are no brainers. And if you go to the pointsguy.com, we have guides, we have a beginner's guide. This all sounds so confusing. You go to the points guy, go to guides, beginner's guide, and we bring you through all of our top recommendations. We also have the new TPG app, which is right now is invite only. Okay. Um, you can download it from the app store under the points guy. Um, I think I am going to get you a code that you can share with your followers. I'm going to give you the sign up code right now. It's going to launch publicly in August, but okay. right now we're just giving it to friends and family, but uh, I'll give you yours today. Uh, it's pretty amazing. Actually, I'll, I know we're not on video, but I mean, I've never shown anyone my points. How many points do you think I have? Oh my God. I want to say a gazillion, but I for real want to guess. I for real want to guess. You have 3.5 billion points. Billion? <laughs> um, well, here, so this is the cool thing. I'm, gonna, I'm showing you the app. So it tells you your, how many points you have and then how much we value those points because we value each currency. Can I say how many, how, can I say how yeah, much sure. you have? Wait, you have, I can't even read. Is it backwards? No, wait, so, I'm just an idiot. You have 8.5 million, million, million points. Yeah. Oh my. And that, we have an estimated net worth of $143,000. Is that, that's the base shit. level we think that someone with that many points could get in value. I know, you know, I'm the expert, so I can get like tons more in value from you that. You can really I'm, squeeze it. Like, for example, this summer I'm going to Europe, I'm flying Emirates first class home from Milan, which is the best way to get home from Europe. So <sighs> it's all about like, you know, the transfer points, people. If there's one thing you learn from this episode, I'm going to get transferable points currencies are the best currencies out there. Oh, my God. Brian, you're a wizard. <laughs> and you know, we just we just launched a new credit card, the Built Card, which is you, yes. the first credit card where you can earn points on rent, which is kind of game changing. No annual fee. What? Yes, you can oh. earn up to double oh. points on rent How? with the Built Card. Shut the fuck it up! Is, <laughs> it's it's amazing. We, we like there's a huge waiting list right now. Once again, I'll probably get you guys like a. But it's it's really it's remarkable. And those points you can even you can transfer to partners like American Airlines, Hyatt, Aeroplan. They're super valuable. I've been working on it. I'm an advisor and an investor in this startup. Uh, they're actually not a startup. They're it's called Kairos Group. They own a bunch of other companies, basically trying to like solve problems for everyday people. All of us pay rent, or most of us, and it's our biggest purchase. And you're not yeah. getting any points. Yeah. And because a lot of us are using checks or like direct deposit, we're not actually getting credit um, for those purchases on our credit score. So now when you pay your rent on the bill card, your credit score goes up as long as you pay your rent on time. Always. And then the goal is to, you can actually use those points to travel, but also for down payments. We're the first ever credit card where the points, yes. Fannie Mae, <laughs> Freddie Mae, they, the government made an exception. So bill points you can use towards a mortgage. So that whether you want to like get a house or go on a honeymoon, 
like this is the card we're going to help like young people kind of take control of their finances. So Brian? I'm excited to have been working on that. You are a humanitarian. You <laughs> literally, <laughs> I want to cry right now. Recently, the only things that move me to tears are things that deal with money. <laughs> a friend of mine recently was like, guess what? And our, our mutual friend was like, you're having a baby. And I was like, nah. and she's like, no, we bought a Hamptons house. I burst into tears. <laughs> and I, she goes, tears of joy or jealousy? No. Both, both. <laughs> but she said, if I said baby, would you cry? And I'm like, no, you already have three. I wouldn't have cried over that. Oh my God. I'm like moved to tears. Seriously. Brian. Uh, I mean, I always love you, but now I'm like, wait, now I'm intimidated by you. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> I bow down. I love you so much. Thank you for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. And I think you guys, I'm here to help you plan the trip, but an epic European getaway after the stress of this year. Yes. Is so what you both deserve. I love you both so much. Oh, we love you so much. Oh my God. Okay. So we'll be talking. We'll be figuring it out. I think you yeah, got to come back on the podcast where too. Like, I sit down with you in studio and I go through your credit cards and kind of like whip you in the shape. Oh, that's terrifying. Let's do it. I love, I Financial love it. points boot camp. You are just, I just, I can't say enough nice things about you. I'm, I worship at the ground. I love you so love much. You. And when you're ready to eat again, come on down to New Hope, Pennsylvania. Oh, honey, you're the first person I'm coming to eat with. Let me tell you. And um, you guys, just to really quickly go over all the things that you need to follow, uh, Brian, where should people follow to get like all of the resources that they need? So yeah, at the Point Sky on all major channels, thepointsky.com. And then if you want to see the ridiculosity of my personal life and my travels, you can follow me at Brian Kelly. Yes. Spelled the correct way, if you know what I mean. <laughs> There'd be an I in there, double L and a little mm -hmm. Y. Brian, I love you to bits and pieces. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. Love you more. Mwah. You guys, that's it for us this fabulous week. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. That's how bitch is going to pay for her wedding, okay? Rate, review, and subscribe. And yeah, that's it for us. We'll be back next week with another amazing guest. Until then, bye, girl, bye.